Content warning. This episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast contains profanity, sexist, racist, and homophobic slurs directed at the family of a congressperson by supporters of Jim Jordan's candidacy for U.S. House Speaker. Nobody under the age of 18 should listen to this episode without parental supervision. Thank you. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! Where are the dictators? Where are the strong men? Donald Trump is our instrument for retribution! I'm going to fight for Christians. I'm going to fight for white people. They have the Great Reset. We have the Great Awakening. And why shouldn't I root for Russia? Because Which I am. I want to see these people go through misery because of their grooming against our children. After the assailant entered the home asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol. I did nothing wrong. Welcome to a premium episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast, where we cut through the noise and help you make sense of the chaotic information space around us. I'm Griff Somke. And I'm Jay McKenzie. Whether as judiciary chair, conservative leader, or representative for his constituents in West Central Ohio, whether on the wrestling mat or in the committee room, Jim Jordan is strategic, scrappy, tough, and principled. He is a mentor, a worker, and above all, he is a fighter. And the American people know, we know, that Jim Jordan is a winner. All right, so we are recording this on Wednesday afternoon. Jim Jordan has just had his second attempt to become Speaker of the House fail. Uh, Did worse than the last one. Mm -hmm. And now I guess he's fighting with Patrick McHenry, who is the interim speaker. And there's there's this ongoing debate about are Democrats going to agree to give McHenry more powers and be kind of a quasi speaker or is Jim Jordan going to keep going? We don't know how it's going to end. Griff, why don't you just go ahead and tell us how how do you think it's going to end? You know, right now, I think the odds are just about as high that nothing gets sorted as that anything gets sorted. Because as of today, it's been 15 days since there's been a speaker of the house and it's becoming really clear like we've been saying, and like a few other people have been saying, that there isn't one Republican Party anymore. There's two factions here. Let's just call them MAGA and GOP. And they're not in agreement on this. They have a section of the GOP that will not vote for a MAGA candidate, as we saw with Jim Jordan. The first vote, he had 20 defections. The second vote, there were 22. In between, Jordan's people apparently reached out to some of the no voters and their spouses and told them that they should vote for Jordan or else they'd never account to anything in the Republican Party. Keep in mind, these are going to Congress people and their families. Why is your husband such a pig? Why would he get on TV and make an asshole of himself? Because he's a deep state prick? Because he doesn't represent the people? Um. So what we're going to do is we're going to come follow you all over the place. We're going to be up your ass nonstop. We are now Antifa. We're going to do what the left does because your of a husband gets on TV. Oh, the bad guys, 
they did so I'm gonna vote for Kevin McCarthy, a piece of shit who everybody knows, and for his piece of shit ass to talk about Americans who are actually fighting for Americans as the bad people, says everything about him. So f you, f your husband, and we are gonna we we're not like the left, we aren't violent, but we're gonna follow your ass every appointment you have, everything you fing do. Your your husband's an asshole. You should f***ing talk to this stupid ass. We're at war. Israelis being killed, and your dumb husband is acting like a f***ing two-year-old. No wonder he's a f***ing warmongering piece of shit. So listen, you're going to keep getting calls and emails. I'm putting all your information over the internet now. Everybody else is, and you will not be left alone because your husband, Jim Jordan, or more conservative. Or you're going to be molested like you can't ever imagine. And again, nonviolently, you won't go to the beauty parlor. Now, you must be a bitch to marry a ugly mother like that. There was some harassment, some definite threats, and you see how well that apparently worked. Well, that's their go-to. Uh-huh. Doxing, threats. They've got a problem right now. And they can't agree on a candidate that is acceptable to all factions of this party. I think it's probably still just about as likely if he wants it, that Kevin McCarthy somehow ends up with the job back after all this, because I don't know if there is a Republican candidate that can get 217 votes, which is the threshold. I think with Jim Jordan, you have to consider that if you're a Republican, let's, let's put aside the, the idea that, Oh, the moderate Republicans are not going to vote for Jim Jordan. Uh, there are no more moderate Republicans. Nope. But there are Republicans in purple districts who want to keep their job. And mm. they know that if they vote for Jim Jordan, that it is going to be much harder for them to keep their seat. It's just the reality. They had a close election last time. It's a toss up. This is definitely going to turn off voters in their district, and they just can't afford that. Mm. I think there are also... <laughs> From from what I've I've read and watched, there are clearly some Republicans who genuinely hate Jim Jordan because he is well, he's just he's a pretty vile human being. He's a pretty I kind of want I kind of want to say disaster, but mm-hmm. he he's put a roadblock up in in so many paths and so many attempts to just legislate and conduct normal business in the House. Mm-hmm. especially for Democrats, but even for Republicans, yeah. that there are some definite grudges out there that I, I just don't see how that gets resolved or settled. No, and it probably doesn't. You're looking at a guy who's been in Congress for 14 years and he's never actually passed a bill. Yeah. That's not what he's here for. He's here to be the guy that doesn't pass bills. Well, and I, I love how Republicans just complain about somebody like AOC. What 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 is AOC passed? What bills has AOC been responsible for? Okay, but AOC is not up to be speaker and you're putting the guy who's been in the house far longer than her mm-hmm. and that has had had a close relationship with the the sitting Republican president. He still never passed a bill yep. and they want him to be the guy who's in charge of making and passing bills now uh it doesn't 
seem to make a whole lot of sense. And I think you only do this if you're a party that is just throwing your hands up in the air and say, yeah, we can't govern. And then they're not going to say it. They, of course, they're not going to say it, but you don't govern with a guy who's 14 years, no bills. How, how does he, oh yeah, he's going to put his governing hat on and get back to business as usual. Cause we got to take back this country and, and do what's right for the American people, which he's of course saying, because that's, mm-hmm. that's a normal political speak. Yeah. That's what they say at this point in the game. Yeah. What, what bills is he going to pass that are going to help the American people? What, what, what's his expertise? (laughs) Yeah. His His expertise does not seem to be in passing bills to help the American people. Um, He seems to be really good at denying elections. He seems to be really good at denying abuse allegations. He seems to be really good at just denying things. He's, he's, he's a denier. That's, that's what this guy does. He doesn't, he doesn't do anything positive. This is Hakeem Jeffries talking about Jordan and what it would mean if he's elected speaker. Have you heard anything from the Republican side, any members over the last couple of days that have come to you guys calling for a bipartisan compromise or looking to work with you on that? There have been ongoing informal conversations that um, have been undertaken over the last few days. I think there's a possibility those can accelerate now that Jim Jordan clearly does not have the votes to be speaker. For good reason, Jim Jordan is the poster child for MAGA extremism. He is a clear and present danger to our democracy. There are many good men and women on the Republican side of the aisle who are qualified to be the speaker of the House of Representatives. There is no circumstance where Jim Jordan is one of them. Yeah, he's Speaker of the House or Fox News. I don't I mean, he, he lives and he quote unquote governs by making clips and saying things that will be provocative and go viral. And then he talks about it on Hannity or with Laura or with Tucker back in the day. He's a content guy. So, of course, of course, MAGA loves him. Of course, they think, oh, yeah, Jim Jordan going out there and he's going to, you know, right all the wrongs. But that's not going to help anyone. And, and and the tweet he sent yesterday about doing what's right for the the American people, we have to stop fighting amongst ourselves. You created this game. Yes. Man, you brought the sledgehammer. You're yeah. you're. You're the hammer and you supplied all the nails. Like, Yeah, it's really frustrating to listen to this stuff and kind of be like, you, you understand that the minute the other side puts down their stuff, you're just going to start swinging at them again. And there's no credibility. There's no trust on the part of the other side here. And nor should there be really, because they've proven time and time again that they're going to do what's best for them. You can't trust these people at all. It's frustrating, but this is the bed that they've made. And it's hard to see why the Democrats should do anything to help them out of this mess. Even if we put aside the past and what Jim Jordan has already done, we know about the election denial. We know about the Freedom Caucus and the, and the stonewalling and, and his part in shutting down the government or being on board with with that. But if you have a speaker, Jim Jordan, in 2025, 
and Trump is your nominee and Trump loses the election. And we're going to get to that point where Mm -hmm. the House has to certify the 2024 election and who is going to be presiding over that. Well, it's Jim Jordan. And yes, based on his history of election denial of yesterday, a reporter asked him if he, he would admit that Trump lost the election. Just say that Biden Biden is the president and should be the president. And he won't do it. He no. won't do it this week. No, he won't. And it's amazing. It's, it's like we are almost three years on from this, and he still won't admit what everyone in this country knows at this point, that Trump lost in 2020. Yeah. And you want to make this guy speaker. And, and you, you want to have him be responsible for certifying the next election. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fair to say that there are legitimate concerns there. There is absolutely no reason for Democrats to give an inch to Jim Jordan. Now, nope. if Democrats want to talk to Republicans about some other kind of deal, some other kind of power sharing agreement going forward, that's fine. Yeah. Patrick McHenry, as absurd as this quasi interim speaker bit would be that if Democrats agree to it, they're going to get some concessions. Hakeem Jeffries talked this week and said that one of those concessions was going to be that any bills that are passed through committee uh, and are on the House floor will actually get voted on. Not that they'll agree to pass it or agree to do this and that, but nope, if it's if it's actually there (laughs) to be voted on, we will hold a vote. That's a concession. Really, it is. I'm yeah. not I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying that 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 isn't something to ask for. It's just this is the state of the dysfunction in the House is at this point where please let us just vote on bills. <laughs> maybe they'll get passed. Maybe we'll agree to it. Maybe mm-hmm. we won't. But just stop. Stop putting a roadblock up everywhere. Yeah. And, and just let us vote. Let the democratic process occur. That's where we're at. Seems like such a small thing. Seems like <laughs> this should be a very, very basic point that people should be able to agree on. But unfortunately, here we are in the year of our Lord 2023. Mm-hmm. And that isn't something that people seem to think is necessary for a functioning government. And we're seeing the results. It's just not good. No, and yeah, Patrick McHenry, maybe he's not great. He's had plenty of controversies. He's said some not great things. Doesn't seem like the most amazing person. And won't won't call him a moderate, but he is he's not crazy. He's he's someone that Democrats can work with. He he appears to have come up from you know, with Carl Rove and right. George W. Bush and He's had his house seat for roughly 20 years now. I mean, he's been around. He worked under McCarthy and Boehner and Paul Ryan. He's kind of a nobody that most people haven't even heard of. But for whatever is left of the Republican Party that actually wants to try to govern, he's at least part of that wing. And if Democrats can get something out of it and the House isn't completely just rudderless and floating off into the abyss. I think it's worth it. I just, yeah. the reality is I think we both agree that while it's not impossible that Jim Jordan gets it, it's, it's after the second vote, it looks really unlikely unless you don't know. And it, it, it could still happen, mm-hmm. but it looks unlikely. But the fact that it even gets 
this close right. with someone who was well he should have been derailed from so many things mm-hmm. but I, okay like first and foremost why why is the maga extremely online pizzagate qAnon adjacent wing of the republican party who frequently touts hunting pedophiles as their number one number one position most important thing we got to get the grimmers the pedophiles the cabal of blood drinking elites we got to take them down and send them to get mo and yet here's jim jordan who looked the other way at ohio state as a pretty pervasive culture of sexual abuse was occurring on the wrestling Mm -hmm. team when he was a coach he was a person in a position of power who could have done something yes and maga says no that's our guy yeah he calls them all liars but more and more former ohio state university wrestlers are coming forward to say their former assistant coach congressman jim jordan knew student athletes were being sexually abused and are dumbfounded to understand how jordan can deny it that's a lie he's lying Period. Period. He's a liar. Tito Vasquez is the latest, a walk-on wrestler in 1989 who took an elbow to the nose. Sent to team doctor Richard Strauss to stop a nosebleed, the doctor fondled his genitals. There were some wrestlers with Jordan over to my um, left-hand side, and I said something to the effect that Doc's hands are freezing and that he, you know, he, he examined me thoroughly um, extremely thoroughly, you know, my private parts. And everybody was just like, you know, kind of snickering. Jordan said, I have nothing to do with this. But Jordan heard what you said. Oh, he, he heard what I said. You've got at least five former Ohio State wrestlers that have said that not only did Dr. Strauss abuse them, but that Jordan was aware of it, made comments on multiple occasions that he would snap that guy's neck if he ever tried it with him, and now denies it. He jumped up like, what's going on? I said, I said, Coach, he just tried to give me a physical exam for my thumb injury. Look, it looked like a baseball. It swelled up. And he was like, man, if he ever tried that, I would kill him. This is a doctor who you go in with a dislocated thumb, he asks you to take down your pants. This was not unknown on the team. Everybody knew about it. Everybody from former Ultimate Fighting Champion Mark Coleman talked about it, who was an Ohio State wrestler. All of these people were completely aware of what was going on here. Well, there were even two former wrestlers who came out and said that they told Jordan about it. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, he denies knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he does. And he just, he doesn't want to take any responsibility for his own role in all of this. He wanted this to go away. It didn't go away. And they're basically jamming their fingers into their ears and pretending they can't hear anything about it. He had young athletes looking up to him, college guys that were being abused and harassed by this creepo doctor who ended up killing himself. And now Jordan's kind of pretending he didn't know anything about this. And it's just not credible when you look at the amount of people that have had something to say about it that this guy didn't know. Well, and you're, you're right. It is... Dr. Strauss clearly was abusing them with, like you said, it's you dislocated thumb or you've, you've got a cough or a yeah. cold and he needs to 
inspector growing area. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Why do we need to do that examination? Totally normal, doctor. In and of itself is is more than enough. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast. For just five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, as well as a new one every week, and our entire library of premium episodes. Head on over to didnothingwrongpod.com slash subscribe to sign up today. Thanks again for your support. We couldn't do it without you.